Hey, 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 welcome to Conversations of a Grown Woman, where we, as women, can choose to grow in love. Nothing is off limits. We will talk about our home, our hearts, our, our children, and most importantly, our God. Today, we are here with a brand new series. I am super, super excited about it. This series is titled The Boss Up Series. Today, we're going to be talking about how we, as women, can boss up. And it's kind of crazy because today I have a male guest, but this male guest is going to help us as women um, in one particular realm of our life, boss up. Um, I do not want to prolong the time, so I am just going to go ahead and introduce our guest, and he can give you a brief um, description of who he is and what he does. Today's guest is Bradford Brown. Hey, Bradford. Hey, how you doing? How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to you know, be a part of this and um, just give and share whatever information I can. Um, as far as, far as for like the Boston series that you have going on and how it pertains with like career and self-love and things of that sort. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Okay, so I'm actually a resume writer um, slash like career coach. So basically what I've been doing is writing resumes for professionally for the past five years. Um, overall, I've been writing them for about seven years. And, um, you know, I've been, you know, all over the United States as far as for, you know, with professionals, college students, and things of that such. Just making everybody stand out, you know, as far as in their career and elevating in their career. Okay, so as a woman, and we're talking about boss up, and um, of course, we kind of talked about this before. Like, my main thing is when we're talking about boss up, we want to, you know, kind of correlate that with an element of self-love. So why is a resume, or shall I say, getting a professionally done resume so important to us as women and bossing up as well as like the self-love component? I think I think um, it can tie into self-love because it's almost like you're investing in yourself. So, you know, it's worth when you get your resume done, you know, you're taking that next step to advancing your career, which could, you know, elevate yourself. You can feel so far for self-love as well as like your self-worth. Um, especially getting, you know, a kind of a fulfillment within your career um, and things of that sort. So, yeah, I definitely think that, you know, revamping your resume, expanding in your career can definitely tie into self-love and also self-worth. Okay, so I'm, I'm just going to be honest with you because I you've done my resume, when I'm, you know. And so I know before I went to go, like, get my resume done, I was like, I don't want to pay for it. Like, I can do it myself. Yeah. Why should I? Why should I pay for it? Like, what is the benefits of like paying a professional versus me doing it? Because I mean, I can type. I, I know I can do it. So what's the true? True, and it, and it's um it's far for having a professionally done resume. Um, they can see things that maybe you might have missed, and some people, you know, they might not want to brag on themselves. They might just want to just miss just strictly what they've done in career, just job duties and uh, stuff that from job descriptions and that you get. Whereas the resume writer, professional resume writer, can just be the other set of eyes that's going to brag on you, that's going to turn your resume into just a standard resume, into like a highlighter reel, where they're bragging on you, making sure that they have everything that makes you stand out from 250 people that, you know, apply to a position versus uh, just yourself. So definitely looking into, you know, hiring a resume writer, definitely keep that boost that you absolutely need. Okay, so I know, like, after, because you mentioned highlight reels. So, after you did my resume, I remember for me looking at it and I was like, wow, like, I, I've done all of this. And for me, it was like an eye opener because I'm sitting here, like, I did not know that I had 
all of this inside of me. And I felt like after I seen my resume, all of that stuff that I had inside of me had been going to waste. Yeah, and, and the thing is, what I've learned just from doing it, it's, it's, a, it's a big confidence booster too. Like what you said about when you see everything that you accomplished and things that you've done on paper. And when you go into the interview, it's kind of like you already had that confidence that you need, no matter what, you know, they, you know, getting prepared for the interview, you already had that confidence in knowing that, okay, this is what I've done in my career. This is the value that I can actually bring to this organization and to this company. And that kind of helps you, you know, in the interview process. I think it did for me too, especially because this was the first interview I went into and I was like, they're going to take me for me and that's that. Like, before I was taught to, I don't know, like, dress up for the part, you yeah. know, mm -hmm. um, the way I talk, um, just practicing, answering the questions and all of that stuff. But after I seen my resume, I'm like, look, they're going to get me, you know, and either they take me or leave me, but either way, I'm going to be me. Like, I'm not going into this position or even this interview on some false pretense because I've been drilled so much to look the part, to sound the part. Like, I was actually me. Um, so, do you think you've seen that in other people? Because I wonder, like, is there, like, an element of importance of being, like, truly who you are and letting the people see what they're going to get um, up front or you know, dressing apart, like which one do you think is more important and or more valuable? Definitely being authentic, because nobody else can be you but you. Definitely being authentic. I think that takes you, that takes you even further. I know you have to dress apart, <clears throat> excuse me, but being authentic and being your unique self, that definitely is what's going to set you apart from everybody, everybody else, you know, that comes in front of them as far as for the interview. It could be, you know, Three or four people interviewing for that same position, but being authentic is definitely what's going to set you set you apart. And even for that particular role, because I've seen it where a lot of people have um, tried to, like you said, play the part for a particular role, and it might not even be the role that fits them. It might not be what they actually want. So being your authentic self, that's how you're going to be able to just get some kind of clarity within your career and what you're actually looking for as well. Okay, so like we're talking about bossing up, right? So no. You say that me paying someone professionally to do my resume is an investment. What type of returns have you seen coming from someone or testimonials from people who've had their resume professionally done? Man, um, as far as on my end, the average has probably been about twenty-five to $30,000 $30, increase. Because um, I have anywhere between 15,000 to maybe 15, excuse me, 15,000 to 50,000 has been like either the lowest or the highest. So in between, it's been an average of about 25 to $30,000 from everybody that I've been doing in the past five years. Like truly has been bossing up. And, and that's also, like an annual increase? Yes, salary increase. Okay. Salary increase. And that has been from, you know, the process of them getting a resume, uh, going on interviews, leaving a particular job that they didn't like, going to something that they actually have sat down and really looked for and wanted, interview for it, gaining the job, negotiating their salary, and all the way through the whole process. Yeah, probably about twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars. Wow! Wow! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, off, off, off of just you know taking the time out to make the investment, step in themselves. Um, 
that has been, you know, it's, it's tremendous, tremendous impact. Not only are you getting the salary increase, but you're actually getting into a position or career that you're actually being fulfilled into. Because I always tell people, make sure that you also not only, because it's great, say it's great to, like I said, bossing up, but also make sure it's something that aligns to what it is that you're actually looking for as well. Okay, um, so as far as women in the workforce um, and, and career, and I know you've probably done both male and female, and you probably got testimonials from male and female. Um, would you say that it is more important for a woman than a male to have their resume professionally done? Um, that's question number one. And question number two, have you seen some discrepancies between pay rate as far as male and female? Yeah, I would think I would think definitely um, it would benefit, you know, women would get their, you know, the resumes done or just take a look at, I guess, um, different career sets and investing in themselves because definitely you, you can see the impact as far as with salary. Um, just from what I know around the industry, you know, in a lot of cases, I believe men are paid, you know, a little bit higher than um, women are. That's why I think it is important to, you know, just to invest in your career so you can scale past and, and scale um, in your career and get the, the position that you actually want, get the amount of money you want, get the, you know, the flexibility that you want. That's something that people don't talk about as well. Um, you know, a lot of people instead of working in the office, they might want to work remote, they might want to work at home, so definitely look at all different things around the board, but I definitely think it's something that you look into. So, what I hear you saying is, before I even have my resume professionally done or even consider jobs, I need to first consider what I want, like as far as what type of job I want, you know, whether or not I want to be in the office, at home, or whatever it is. Why should I consider those things first? Like, I'm just trying to get a job. You gotta think, you gotta consider this as a must have. You gotta think about it. You spend, um, what, like a third of your day at work, a, a third of your day doing throughout your career. And a lot of people, they don't realize that some people are just not uh, just unhappy <laughs> at the position that they're currently working at. So if you want to, you know, advance in the career, that's something that you just got to just take serious. So I would sit down. Um, and think about the things that you do like. Think about the things that you would be fulfilled with. Think about the money that you would like to make. Think about uh, the flexibility, the scheduling that you would like to have. Because I know that, you know, of course, everybody's going to say, of course, I just, I'm just looking for just a job, but are you being fulfilled in that position that you're looking for? And that's my biggest thing when I'm actually talking to, like, clients. You know, because I have a lot of people that make the money, but they're not fulfilled in what they're doing. Or six months down the road, like, oh, I want to do this anymore. I want to try something else. I want to do something else. So yeah, that's why I always make sure I just tell people just to write down your must-haves and things that you're looking to, you know, achieve and try to strive for and what things that bring you fulfillment. And then from there, that's when you can start building around. Or oh, I need to be building a network in this community. Or oh, I need to be looking in this community. Or oh, I need to be start, you know, revamping my resume here and things like that. So, so that's. Yeah, you gotta have a game plan when you're trying to, you know, excel in your career. What if I'm asking for too much and they don't want me? You say what? Say, oh, you're talking about as far as for salary negotiation? As far as, not as far as salary negotiation, well, that too, but like, what if I get to a place where I'm all up on, you know, my, my must-haves, what if my must-haves are too much and the company that I really want to work at don't want me, then what? 
gotta, that's where you set your boundaries. Um, and you just can't bend for them. Because if they can't, if they can't accommodate what it is that you actually want and you know that's what you want, you're gonna be miserable there, even if you like the company or not. Let's say that you really like this company, but you know you want to remote instead of going to the office or vice versa. Eventually, you're gonna get tired of working at that same place. I've seen it happen all the time, where a lot of people, well, let's say for example, um, client want to work in tech, 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 tech. That's all they, that's all they want to work, and then they found out that's really not what they wanted to do. No matter what the company was, no matter what uh, the salary was, it was just the fact that they, it just wasn't what they were looking for when they started really like thinking about it. So I would just say as far as for that, they can't meet exactly what it is that you want, you know, as far as salaries, you know, uh, uh, what is it called? Flexibility, paying for that schedule, paying for that such. I mean, you have to just move on to another, keep applying to another position. That would just be my, be my um, advice, because I've seen it so many times. So what would you recommend, and this is a scenario, like I want to give you, I've been in my job, for a long time, and I've worked my way up into this um, field, this particular field. And let's just say, for instance, I'm gonna use, for example, social work. However, in my actual job in itself, I'm miserable. I love what I do, like I love helping people. I um, love leaning them resources. And I've been doing the work of a social worker, yet I hate my job, and two, I don't have a social work degree, but I have a wealth of experience. What do you recommend? I would actually look for another position. Um, and even with like your resume, I would highlight all the experience that you have, all the expertise that you have. Um, Cause that's something that you definitely can lead with regardless if you have a degree or not. That's something that you definitely can lead with is the experience. But I would not, and I would just advise them, I would not stay at the job, especially if you, you know, are, like you said, you're miserable at the job. I would just take the experience that I have, the joy, the love that you have for it, and just look and move into another role within that same industry. I would just look and move into another role and see if that's something that you would actually would love doing at another position, like another job. That's exactly what I would do. Okay, so everything that I've heard you say, like having your must-haves, not being in a position um, that you're miserable in, and even the pay increase. Um, first of all, I've seen where the must-have, I know what it did for me, but even when you say the must-have, there's an element of self-love because I have to think that I deserve my must-have, right? Um, I, okay, so, but if, if I'm missing that level of self-love, then chances are I'm going to be in and be miserable um, in the job and what I'm doing, and even as far as my pay is concerned, because... I don't value myself enough to think that I'm worthy of getting paid a certain level. I know you just do resumes. I, I totally get that. But what would you recommend as far as a mindset change and me thinking that I only deserve this much to realizing that I really deserve all of my must-haves and, and even the pay increase? How would you recommend someone shifting their mindset? That's going to start with, I guess, speaking with, you know, someone like yourself, someone like a coach, um, that they actually can sit down, a coach, a mentor, somebody that they actually can talk to about 
why they might be feeling that way, might, why they might not be feeling like they deserve, you know, the X, Y, Zs. Um, and then the coach can be the one that mentor them through and get their mindset to shift and say, you are worthy of this, you are worthy of your must-have, you are worthy of, you know, the salary increase, the flexibility, everything, the must-have, everything that you would like, you are worthy of that. So I believe you can invest in like a coach or a mindset, I mean, coach or um, a mentor, even it could be even a friend, someone that can that can just listen to you. Um, you know, just get that mindset shift. Cause you're right; it does all start with the mindset shift. Okay, yeah, and I know, like personally, from working with clients and things like that, we, I would typically always start from um, the first incident that made you feel unworthy, and building upon that, and really dissecting that incident for exactly what it is—just one moment in time, just one incident that does not define who you are as a person. Um, It probably was the incident that helped mold you, but we can't let it define the person um, for their, for the entirety of their life. Um, So I I definitely um, think that that's important. Um, So would you say that investing in a resume writer, a resume coach, I know you mentioned that it's an investment, what type of investment, though, or how big of an investment is it? Like, what would you rate it up as? Like, and being unbiased, because I know you're the resume writer, but yeah, yeah, yeah. being unbiased, like, the level of importance, where would you rate it at? And you mean as far as for starting with the career, right? For in the career shift, right? Yes. I would rank it, I would rank it number two. And that would be after probably speaking with like a coach because you brought up a good point earlier about you know just getting your mind getting your mindset shift because if your mindset is not there then you're not even going to even think about making the investment in yourself or feel worthy enough to advance in your career you'll just stay exactly where you're at like you just stop so if I had to rank it as as far for an importance with starting out in your career, uh, making a shift in your career, I would invest in something like a coach first, especially if you don't have the mindset, invest in like a coach first, mentor first, so you can get the mindset shift. Then I would invest in like the resume, uh, the resume writing at the, at, the, at the second part of it. That way it can be just a foundation, a building block to when you start submitting out stuff for your, you know, for your uh, position that you're looking to apply for and gain the interviews, and then you go in and, you know, you'll be ready as far as, like, you know, just a position shift. Okay, well, let's talk about highlight reels, because you mentioned, like, you would basically create your highlight reel. How would I go about creating my highlight reel? Like, if I was being, you know, stubborn and too cheap or whatever, from your educational perspective, how would I create my highlight reel? Basically, um, even if you reach out to someone like myself or you just uh, basically just doing everything on your own, correct? Yeah, yeah, on my own. Okay, if so I was doing everything on my own, how would I create my highlight reel? Okay, so basically what you would do is you just take an audit of everything pretty much that you've done throughout your career. Um, you know, as far as the work experience, your education, um, your skill set, do analysis of your skill set. And also what you would do is um, just think about things that you just accomplished throughout your career and definitely highlight things that you have accomplished outside of, outside, I mean, inside of your career. 
Because I have ran across people who say, well, I haven't really done anything throughout my career. Yes, you have. But people will think that they haven't because they haven't sat down and maybe, you know, thought about any of these things within the last five, ten years. But you actually have done a lot throughout your career. You want to work every single day. You have done a lot throughout your career. You just have to just sit down and just write everything down. So I definitely would just do some sort of like self-assessment where, you know, you think about things that you've done throughout your career, your work experience, education, skills, and then you would just start from there. Okay, so just make a list. So I would start like, um, you said education first, um, maybe awards and, you know. And, yeah, and if you want to start, um, this is what you do from the top. Of course, contact information you have at the top. Below the contact information, you have a career profile. Inside of that career profile, just write about three to five sentences, basically explaining what you've done throughout your career and what value you can bring going into, you know, what you're looking to transition into. Um, below that, you will list uh, pretty much your career highlights and achievements. And you can list like four or five different things that you've done. Um, under that, you will list just your skills. Focus on your skill set, um, things that you do well, things that align with what um, you're looking to actually apply for. And then under that, you will just go into your experience. That's where you will list every, you know, pretty much relevant position that you had. And then under that, that's when you will list your education. So you're looking at about six different sections, five to six different sections on your resume. Okay, so I grew up hearing that more than one page of a resume is too much. What are your thoughts on that? Now, I would... Um, I know they push for the one-page resume, but one-page resumes I would use just for people that maybe have like five to seven years of experience and under. Um, anything over that, if you have 10, 15 years of experience, two pages is the way to go. Because you do not want to try to squeeze all 15 years of your experience on just one page. It's not possible. Because you accomplish too much throughout your career, you don't want to leave anything off. So anything under like five and seven years of experience, you can do one page, you know, college student one page, anything over that, definitely do two pages, and you'll definitely be fine. Those rules, those rules have changed. <laughs> okay, because I was wondering, I know they said stick to like um, one page, all of that stuff. Um, yeah. As far as setting up my resume, creating my resume or whatever, um, I, would I put up um, a picture on my resume? What all like, what are the what are the don'ts as far as my resume that I am creating? Don'ts. Uh, okay, so don'ts. I would say don't use extreme colors. Definitely. Don't don't put a photo of yourself on your resume. Instead, put that on your LinkedIn profile. Um, I actually made a post about that too. Um, always make sure you proofread because you gotta make sure that you limit. Um, you know, your typos and things of that such, grammatical errors. Don't use too many fonts. Don't use too many font sizes. Um, and stay away from, you know, a lot of graphics. If you're not in, like, a position, like, maybe, like, artist graphic design, where they're actually going to be looking for that kind of stuff, don't list that at all, because it's not going to pick up when they, you know, they scan the resume through the tracking system. Okay, okay. So those are definitely, um, and one more thing, one more thing I admit, do not copy just straight the job descriptions, because that's never going to make you stand out, because everybody else is going to have the same idea, and so you'll never get picked, because it, it'll be the same people getting picked every single time, so yeah.
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Um, Bradford, it has been a pleasure um, talking to you. Before you go, everyone I have on my podcast, they always have to. And because you're a man, you got a double whammy. Um, I always ask every woman that comes on my podcast to give their little girl self a piece of advice. So because you're a man, you have to give your little boy self a piece of advice and your daughter, your future daughter, a piece of advice. Um, so what would those two pieces of advice be? Um, okay, so and to a little girl, daughter, I would say, Uh, let me go. Let me go. Let me go to younger me first. Younger me, what I would say is, um, be fearless. Be fearless. Always chase your dreams, um, and never quit. That's that's exactly what I would tell my younger self. And I think I, could, I think I did a good job of that. Um, looking back on it, that's that's exactly what I would tell. Um, exactly what I would tell my younger self to my daughter, future daughter. Let's say, um, what I would say is. Pretty much the same thing. Do not be scared to chase after your dreams. Don't be scared to chase after your dreams at all. Um, the world is yours. You know, all, you can have everything that you want in this world. Just make sure that you just keep working and keep grinding. Um, and that's exactly what I would say. That's, that's, that's what I would say. Well, that's awesome, Brad. But tell the people, the listeners, how they can find you, your social media handles, your website. Oh, and like, you gonna give us a discount or what? I got social media um you know you can look me up at brad j brown on facebook um on instagram it should be at brad j resumes on my website it should be www.bradjresumes.com and for the discount um for anybody listening and i'm asking them to send you know send you the discount as well it'll be um save s-a-v-e the number 30 um, and what it'll do is take off 30% of what you see on the website. So it'll take off 30% of, you know, resume writing services. And so lock in with me and I'll definitely, you know, do various formats for you, cover letter, and make sure, you know, get you bossed up. <laughs> well, thank you, Brad. Listen, y'all heard the man. He's giving y'all a 30% discount on resume services. I've had the services, um, and it really opened my eyes to a lot of things. Opened my eyes as to how I see myself. It opened um, doors as far as my career. I am a firm believer um, and supporter of what he's doing because I've experienced his service. Listen, y'all ain't got no excuses. You do not have no excuses in this season of your life to boss up, all right? This is Conversations of a Grown Woman where we, as women, can choose to grow in love. Nothing is off limits. We will talk about our home, our hearts, our children, and most importantly, our God. Remember, love with your whole heart because I love you. If you have any questions, any concerns about this podcast, uh, we said something that did not sit well with you, or maybe you'd like to commend us on something we've said, you can email me at proudandsassyenterprise at gmail.com. Don't forget to go over to Shuntree Smoot. Uh, like and subscribe that page, and don't forget to like and subscribe this podcast. Definitely, definitely. Recording stopped. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to get my uploads in. Um, worst case scenario, I got the, the whole thing uh, recorded. So, oh, yeah, I seen it said by the uh, minute, minute time.
remaining. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking about on um, the actual podcast platform. Um, okay. It was uh, it's it was trying to upload, and so it's not uploading. But like I said, worst case scenario, I have the Zoom to go back and upload, and then I've also recorded it on my phone. Okay, because uh, what you 